me up when September ends. Fitting, fitting, fitting. Uh, a little bit past September, but uh, six right. days. A little bit, yeah. So I guess it's time to wake up. Yep. September's over, and we're now in October. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Wrestling Makes the World. Take CB alongside the one and only AD. We're back at it again, Capper Rooney. After a little, a little summer, little summer vacation, summer hiatus, a little summer hiatus. Yes, we had some family things to take care of, uh, but it's yeah. all good. We're on a good uh, schedule right now. We've got the Skittles in action. We're amped up, ready to go, sugared up, ready to go. I am ready to go, and we've we didn't miss anything since. We last shot these episodes in May, right? Nothing happened in the world of professional wrestling. It's no, mobile, right? Nothing totally at all. Totally not. Of course nothing, not. Nothing at all. It's just totally... Blandness. Blandness. Yeah. Just, just they phoned it in. Both companies, nothing... Zero drama. No backstage incidents at all. No. No returns. Nobody got fired. Nothing. None of that. Actually, quite the contrary, all that seemed to happen. So, where do you really want to begin? Because I know we're here to talk about uh, the lineal heavyweight championship of the world right now because we would update it since may so it's been a been a long while so a lot's happened since then it that is. could change everything that we've had like i know for me since the last time we've done one of these my rankings have completely changed the world wrestling right now and i would agree too um i think for example my number five and the last time we did this is not on an active roster right now could be soon could be that's world wrestling. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas 10 years ago, he was getting a lawsuit from that very company. Yeah. Um, it's a gem of a guy. Interesting character. So maybe we'll just start there. The last time we caught up with you guys, we were talking about the CM Punk return mm-hmm. to AEW for the big debut of the new Saturday Collision show. Yes. And um, the last time I checked in with you was right before All In. I believe it was right before or after. Yeah, it was right at the Bray Wyatt news, which was before. Yes, so it was right around All In, and that's where we left you guys for a little while. But we're back, and since then, CM Punk, after yet another backstage incident, cannot believe it when I saw it, or heard about it. Almost, yeah, a year, what, a year to the day close to it? Almost a year exactly apart. Mm-hmm. CM Punk was released from his contract. From all elite wrestling, and right now is a free agent after his uh, non compete clause runs out, which I believe is in the, probably in the next month or so. If he even has one, I don't know if he has one or not. So we don't know how AEW contracts work with it as far as releases yet, right? Because this is something brand new. Usually, it's the guy's contracts just run out. This is the first guy where they've had to release him because of something. I think it could have been sixty days. He did commentary gig for the regional MMA promotion, yep. mm-hmm. and he said, well, I'm I'm free for two months, so yes. if anybody wants to do anything, he kind of yeah. made a joke to that. So. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are. Capri, give me your thoughts, your candid takeaways on CM Punk, and everything that kind of went down uh, in the last three months with CM Punk. He's just a piece of shit. It's interesting to leave it at that. <clears throat> he just self-sabotages himself, you know, when he has a good thing going, he had a chance to make a good legacy, and he... He absolutely destroyed it. Like, there's nothing else to say about it. Like, you know, he's a cancer. Like, I got no respect for him, honestly, because he just ruins good things in companies. I mean, everybody gets into tiffs once in a while. It's just happens. exactly it's part of the wrestling business. You're gonna get in backstage like arguments, 
but it's the way he goes about it. He's unapologetic about it. Like, he pretty much throws, like, a five-year-old temper tantrum. Like, when your child doesn't get what they want, that's what he's doing. He's stomping his beak, kicking his way, and then, you know, makes a big deal about it and publicizes it. Like, you're supposed to keep this stuff, like, in-house. You keep it in-house, you talk about it, like professionals. You squash it, but no, he does, he does not want He never wants to squash any beef there is at all. He's just, he holds a grudge to no end. And he'll make the grudge public just to, you know, bring, try to bring the other person down to his low level. It's just a, it's just a real shame, the whole situation. Now, if I think mm-hmm. back of two years ago, when he re-debuted oh, in August of 2021, and the pop that he came out with, mm-hmm. sold out United Center, and it was one mm-hmm. of those moments that were just electric, like, wow, this is the wrestling I haven't seen in yep. a long time. It's one of those moments you can bottle it up and mm-hmm. never forget it. He ruined it. And just kind of throw it all away in two years. Not, well, I mean, let's back up a little bit. In his two-year run, there were absolutely some moments. Now, Lots of injuries. Lots of injuries, which are kind of out of his control. Maybe one of them wasn't. Maybe he dove into the crowd of an audience. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also in your 40s, I guess things get a little not as uh, sturdy as yep. they used to be. A little rusty. But give me your take on the entire CM Punk AEW run from August of 21 to August of 23. I mean, it definitely had its good moments. I would say definitely his biggest moment was his MJF feud, like, you know, above and beyond by far the best. I think that's what his legacy in AEW, if you remember, if you're going to remember one thing he did, it's going to be that. Besides that, you know, I wouldn't say he did anything too much memorable. Like, you know, his title runs both got ruined. Yeah. Every time, like, you know, so there's nothing really memorable I would think besides that feud he had with MJF when it comes to his legacy there. Yeah, I mean, even if you want to count his third <clears throat> title reign of the real world championship where they were going with that, which it looked yeah. like they were setting up for an eventual... With Ricky Starks, I think. They were with Ricky with... Starks. But I think they're eventually probably going to end up where it's him versus Max for the possibly, unified, yeah. undisputed <clears throat> AEW championship. Possible, yeah. At some point. But I think they were going to drag out that real world championship on the fake brand split yeah. on Collision for a little while. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to give it an A through F scale, what would you well, give it? I think you a? have to give it an F based on the end result. Because Without it, taking for, any of the... Because, no, because what like what it could have been, it could have been an A, but like from what he did, it was an F. I would give it. Because it was supposed to be this like nice long-term run with him, you know, and he just ruined it, so I give it an F. I'm going to be a little more generous because of the, some of the stuff we did get out of it. I'm going to go with a C+. Plus. Uh, I, I think the, you're being nice. I thought the MJF stuff was great. It was a great, bright spot of it. Um, I liked this feud he had with Kenny, Eddie Kingston at the mm-hmm. end of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff he did with FTR was kind of cool. I thought yeah. uh, he was on to something with Ricky, Ricky Starks earlier this summer. They were. Um, I thought the Samoa Joe match at All In was excellent. And if that ends up being his final match, what the hell of a way to go out in front of 80,000 people yep. uh, <laughs> against one of his old rivals. Um, so I thought we did see some good things. Obviously, the injuries played a part in it. Um, it would have been cool to see him... Uh, have a little bit of a title run in summer of 22 to see where that kind of went. Um, and then again in fall of 22 when he came back, when that yep. the suspension kind of took play a role in it. Yep. So I'm going to be a little generous, and we're going to go with the C plus for me. So if it averages out C and an F, that's a D, D. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I thought when he came in, 
after the initial buzz, after the Darby Allen match, he didn't really do anything notable for a little while. He just kind of futzed around with the yep. Taz team and all that, which is like kind of silly. Yep. But um, yeah, I think there could have been more there. Maybe a six-man title run, trios title run with that, FTR. That could have been part of the plan, but you know, we'll never know. You had to go and fuck it up. Yep. That's why I give it a big fat F. Yeah. Um, but I'd be curious to see what's next. That's the next question. What is next for Phil Brooks, CM Punk in the world of professional wrestling or anywhere for that matter? I think it's just, it's either he's done or it's WWE. That's it. Do you see him ever wrestle in the ring again? I think he goes to WWE. And closes out just one more run? Yeah. How much how do much do I trust in that Elia long run? I have low trust in him. It's tough. How do you trust him? How do you yeah. trust him? That's why like I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't wrestle again because of the lack of trust he has and the reputation he has now. As someone who can't take any criticism whatsoever. I mean Tony Khan literally built you your own brand. And Tony's the nicest guy. He's the nicest and he guy. He really threatened Tony. How do you threaten Tony Khan? Mm-hmm. It's like he's like a stuffed animal. How do you yep. do that? Like I yep. love, I just want to give him a hug. Yep. He's like one of my favorite it's people. It's like you uh, threaten your little Care Bear stuffed animal. How do you how do you <laughs> do that? He's just a Care Bear little stuffed animal with like a billion dollars. He'll yep. just throw money at anything. Exactly. Here you want your own license song? There you go. There here's you go. here's a hundred thousand dollars to license. Here, this is license. The song. Uh, you, want, you want Final Countdown? You got it. You got it. Here here's <laughs> seven hundred thousand dollars. Just go ahead and spend it. Yep. You want to use the Rolling Stones for the night? I'll yep. fly in private every night and give you them want, your own thing. You want Metallica? It's yours. It's yours. That's <laughs> it. I'll here. I'll have him come play at your birthday party. Yep. Like he's just that. Um, it, it's just. It's just a real shame. It really is. Um, I was really. I was bummed out for a while. I think I'm over it at this point. Because what I like to say is, if something bad happens and you got to make the comeback, make the comeback better than let's let's come out of this situation better and stronger than before with something bigger. Yeah, I think they did and better. Which led us into a returning or debut that we saw at Wrestle Dream last week with, um, I I think, on paper, measures up to be uh, replacing CM Punk with an even bigger star. I would agree. Yeah. I would say it exceeds CM Punk uh, arrival for sure. With, and I uh, think you're going to have a better backstage guy as well. 100%. With the debuting of the rated R superstar Adam Copeland, mm-hmm. formerly known as Edge, is now in all elite wrestling. Yep. Holy moly. Did you it's ever see this ad. coming? No. I know. I was I was shocked when it happened. Like, I saw the rumblings. Um, the only reason I kind of thought it was always possible is because Christian Cage is there, and, you know, that's their, they're basically like family. Yeah. So that's the only reason I thought it was definitely possible. Uh, once you started hearing the rumblings that, you know, his contract was wrapping up with WWE and they weren't renewing, um, that's when I started to think, okay, I, I can see it happening. So at first, I didn't think it would happen, but they know as time went on, I was like, all right, his contracts. I think I was like, you know what? I can see it happening now. I don't know if I ever saw it because he's been with the WWE for twenty years or so. Yeah, and he had such a run there and such a good reputation, and never had any yeah. incidents. And he was a company guy. And oh, for sure. I just never thought at this point in his life he would uh, he he would decide to leave. But- at this point. I mean, for him, you could see it makes sense. They weren't using him. He did pretty much everything you could do besides win the world title there in his run back. Like, there was nothing, not much left for him to do there. Despite that, he main evented WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yep. In that three-year run that he had there. Yeah, so really, you know, there wasn't much for him to do. Yeah. Um, 
I hope it's amicable. And, I mean, it, hey, he's done everything. He's literally in the Hall of Fame right yep. now. He's done everything he can do. He's made event multiple WrestleManias, 11 World Championships, uh, wrestled The Undertaker at WrestleMania, <coughs> and literally done anything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. He's been there, done that. Um, so why not have some fun? And uh, he's he says, and this is what I commend him for, he wants to give back and really invest in the young guys and help, mm-hmm. and help I think give back to the business. I think that's where the difference between him and CM Punk, you know. I think, you know, Adam Cope was going to be a guy that's there for everyone. He kind of talked about interviews, how, like, he's an open book. You know, he said he was even, like, when he was WWE, he was still having um, hour-long phone conferences with, like, guys in NXT. You know, giving them promo work, like, with them helping them out. So, I, you know, he said he's already open doing that with AEW, which, you know, I think is a big get because he's a great wrestling mind. He's a very creative wrestling mind. And, you know, when you compare the two companies, I think if you take, like, what guys does WWE have for the pure purpose of backstage presence of helping guys out versus AEW's presence... I think AEW is like head and shoulders above what WWE has backstage presence-wise for guys who are going to help out the next generation. 100%. The guys like Danielson. Moxley. Moxley. You have Adam Copeland, Christian Cage now. Even like Kenny Omega is a great mind. You even got like an old school guy yeah. like Arn Anderson still floating around. Yeah. Pick his brain Sting. too. Sting is there. Yeah. Like Sting is one of the all-time greats. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great minds and a good foundation to hopefully... Build yep. for the future with this this yep. brand, mm-hmm. and um, it's good. They kind of removed. They moved on from the drama. I think uh, it's brought the locker room closer too. It, I'm sure it has. I mean, even we didn't talk about it because we were on a break. But um, right after all, and they had the all out pay for you a week later, mm-hmm. and it was it, it was, was supposed a, to be kind of a transitional pay per view where it was, it was like. Just like a, eh, but it'd be okay, but it turned out to be a great show. Yeah, I almost had FOMO because I didn't get the chance to watch it. Mm-hmm. But after seeing the press conference and after, like people were raving about it, yeah, and they said the locker room was just on a high after that. Mm-hmm. It was like almost like a breath of fresh air. And they've kind of blurred the lines between Collision and Dynamite. People are coming and going. Yeah, there's no longer making, a brand split. Making Danielson kind of the face of that show for now. Um, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's a good move to have him there. They have to have someone, a big name, step up. And, you know, he's the big company guy. He's like Tony's right-hand man pretty much right now, I would say. He is. Um, so with that being said, before we get into the rankings, what what do you see? This this is the fun part. The fantasy booking aspect. Okay. Adam Copeland versus... Pick any... You know, anybody, any dream match. What do you want to see in the next six to nine months with Adam Copeland? Dream match? Honestly, I would like to see him win the title. You you want to see? You think? Now, do you think that'll uh, happen? Now, I think it will happen. The question is, I just don't know against who. Um, it will be tough. I don't think he's the guy that unseats MJF. I just no, can't feel it. No, I don't think he'll be the guy that unseats. I think he'll be the champion after whoever unseats MJF. That's my prediction. I could see him having a short run for sure. Kind of like what would have been the CM Punk first run. Where yeah. I, if I had to guess, he was going to hold it from double or nothing in May. Yeah. Probably drop it all out to MJF. Yeah. Is I think where they were going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up being full gear with everything that kind of happened. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a good ratings boost to have him as champ too, I think. For sure. For sure. Um, obviously, the Kenny match is there. Uh, yeah, MJF would be great. 
Uh, a Danielson match would be fun. Moxley Copeland match would be great. And even him and all these other like young guys too. Like there's so much he can do. I think that's why he went to where he went because he even said, you know, WWE he pretty much faced everyone he could face. Whereas AEW, the large majority of the roster, he's never even stepped in the ring with. No, yeah, a lot of guys. I mean, you know, Hangman and mm-hmm. Copeland. Yep. Would be great. We well, even said he even been in the ring with. That was the first time in the ring with Sting. With Sting, in his career. Get that out of your system because Sting is not going to be around forever. Um, there's a lot that they could do there. Yeah. And I, I know right now they're kind of aiming for that Christian Cage Copeland feud right now, which I think is something he he probably wanted to do for a long time. So I think it makes sense. It makes sense. They've got great you know, chemistry. They've feuded before. You'll eventually see them back together. I think at some point. I don't think anytime soon, but I think eventually you'll see them back together. I would hope in the next six months they kind of do some kind of turn where they both get the band back together one more time. Especially when you have the Hardys there. And then if you really want to get cute and creative, you know, you've got the Dudleys down at Impact together. Devon stepped back in the ring for the first time in seven years, like two weeks ago. Bubba's still down there wrestling on a regular basis. Yep. If they could work out a deal to get those guys... In a ladder match. just for Maybe not even a ladder match, because I don't know if those guys will make it through a ladder yeah. match anymore, but if they can get those three teams together one more time... Ratings. What kind of pop would that be? Well, imagine you throw FTR with them, too, for like the next generation greats. Yeah, that would be something. That would be really, really something. Be a lot of fun. So that's a lot of fun optimism to head in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until then, let's get into the lineal heavyweight championship rankings. Cap Rooney, been, take it it's away. It's been a while since we've done this. It sure has. You know? uh, so my rankings were completely way, 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 way different, I would say, than the last we had. As they um, should be, because if you want the wrestling industry to evolve. Yeah, I would say I yours stayed more closer to what you had previously. You had some changes, obviously, but I, mine, I think, is more had some more drastic changes. Uh, I agree. I think we had a little powwow before the show. Because I've I've seen your list, but you have not seen mine yet. I have not. That's why I'm pumped. Mm -hmm. So, why don't you humor me? Kick us off with number five. So, uh, number five for me. I'm drum rolling. ready. If you had to guess, guess, my number five. Is it somebody I'm not going to guess? Like an out there person? You're not going to guess. I have a feeling. Jay White? Um... Number five. Somebody that I'm not going to guess. You're not going to guess it. Are they in one of the two big leagues right now? Yes. Um, Dragonoff. Tony Storm. Tony Storm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This is fun. Yep. This is interesting. I have her at number five because this uh, new gimmick she's got, the t- uh, timeless Tony Storm, where she's like this, like... Movie star kind of like Marilyn Monroe, but like she's like kind of like a washed up one, kind of. I'm loving it. I'm loving all of it, you know. Her line with the titty slapping this past week on Dynamite, you know, like I'm loving everything going on with it. She's doing some of her best work. I think it is her best work, period. It's her and, best work and, and some of the best work in women's wrestling in the last I, I think right now it's the best gimmick, women's gimmick in wrestling. I'm all about, period. Love Tony Storm. She lives the character, does a great job. She's over, compelling stuff. Yep, she sells it. it. She's why she has me hooked is because she's selling it so well. Like she has you convinced she is this person. That's a great one. And I she makes these like stupid dramatic looks, like just up there. 
And I love how she, like, in her promos with Renee and all that, she just gets well, so in, dramatic. And RJ City, too. Like, those mm-hmm. vignettes with him were spectacular. She gets so dramatic and worked up. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I loved it. Loved it. Love it. All right, my number five is a little bit of a curveball as well. I'm going to go with the one and only. I love that photo that you picked. <laughs> uh, the one and only, uh, the notorious Eddie Kingston uh, from New York City uh, himself. Uh, Eddie has kind of gone on a, a heck of a run since the last of our um, last time we got together. Spent a little time in Japan over the summer mm-hmm. after the G1 climax. Did G1 pretty action, well. yeah, did well. G, yeah. G1 a little action, bucket list item, little bucket list item. Uh, came back, uh, won the New Japan Strong Open Weight Championship, and yep. then unseated his longtime rival Claudio Castiglione for his first ever World Championship, the Ring of Honor World Championship. And right now, kind of flying high right now, kind of barner burner physical match against Shibata at mm-hmm. uh, Wrestle Dream, and I think he's doing some of his best stuff right now, and I'm oh, yeah. really happy he's, for him. He's been real over for a long time now, you know. Yeah, he's doing his best work for sure right now. It's nice to see, like, he's finally getting his flowers after how long he was spent on the indies. How do you not want to give a guy that looks like that some flowers? I mean, you might throw them at you, spit, <laughs> like, rip them up and throw them at you. <laughs> might but, stab you know, me in the neck with them. Yep, but, you know, he deserves them. He does. Um, big fan, uh, so I think he's deserving of the number five spot right now. Uh, he's got a world title to his name, which is cool. And uh, I think we're only going up from here. Uh, with Claudio mm-hmm. Castanelli is the, the flag bearer for the Ring of Honor brand right now. What do you think about the Ring of Honor brand? Like, honest opinion, 2022 to 2023, this kind of like uh, AW era of Ring of Honor. I don't know, because, you know, Tony had said there's going to be less of a Ring of Honor title presence on the shows, and I feel like it's not changed. Because, like, for example, you have the Young Bucks and Hangman as your six-man team uh, title holders. You have Eddie Kingston as your world title holders, always on AW television. And if Samoa Joe was your TV champion, always on television. The only, like, true Ring of Honor title holder isn't on TV that much is Athena. Yes. Like, the rest, you see him on TV, on AW TV, all the time. Yeah, MJF and Cole, the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so, like, he he didn't do what he said where he's kind of, like, separate it so i think i'd give it like a just give it a c i'll give it a c and i'll give it a c because the quality of the matches are good like yeah i've I've actually checked out the ring of honor tv show a little bit just to check it and there's some great matches in there dalton castle doing some good stuff it's just nobody knows about it nobody sees it because it's buried on a streaming service somewhere yeah now if it was on like your mac streaming service or like a more premiere one where you didn't have to have like a separate monthly cost because like, I think that's the issue is having the honor club being yes. a separate thing is lowering the chance of people to subscribe more if they had like on Mac streaming, for example, with with your Mac subscription, I think they would get higher viewership for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think discoverability is a big part of it. Um, yeah. And I'd like to see it turn into a real developmental system for yeah. AEW. But it's... Well, I think that's what they've been using it as, though. Yeah, they had, like, the Iron Savages down there. Yeah. They had Aussie Open, who did great down there. They brought yeah. them up uh, to a bigger stage right now. Um, but, I mean, obviously, we had some great matches with the, on the pay-per-view cards with the, the FTR and Briscoe series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Claudio and Eddie Kingston match was great. And, you know, say what you want. The Claudio run, I don't know, wasn't that great. No, it wasn't that great because... For the purpose, he was mainly just on AW television all the time, focusing on that. Whereas with Ring of Honor, he was rarely on there and not building a Ring of Honor story at all. 
Right. I think they need to like invest in the Ring of Honor brand, put a young, hungry guy they could build off of with the world title and him eventually, and just yeah. kind of really build that. And just focus system. on having that show be separate. Yes, I agree. But until then, that's what it is. It's kind of like a Daniel Garcia holder world title. Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. All right, uh, let's check out number four. Number four for me is Adam Copeland, No Longer Edge. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just solely based on the hype he brought to the company, the matchups he's going to have um, in the company. And, you know, it's not like CM Punk where, you know, he's a negative guy. He's, you know, like one of the most positive people, I would say, on the wrestling industry. So he's someone I'm not worried about having any backstage issues um and i'm excited to see how he you know ties his career up in this new company yes i'm hoping it ends on a real high note for him and i think i think it will um he's a positive guy i don't know of any backstage issues nope. uh, aside from one very personal one that he had in the mid-2000s and that was yes how many years ago like 20 years ago it was 2005 2006 yeah, so almost 20 years ago but yeah. if you think of it this way with that situation they were able to actually turn that into a storyline and make money out of it. Exactly, that shows yep. you the kind of guy he is. He's, he's a professional. To play, yep. to do business in a very personal, heated situation like that. Which yep. is, hats off to him for that. Professional guy. Yes, for sure. Even though he was kind of the cause of it. Well, <laughs> true, but you know. Uh, hey, 20 years, people make mistakes, people move on. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about it. Uh, huge fan. Uh, excited to see what he does. Deserving definitely a number four spot. Um, but I'd like to see what he does a little bit uh, when he steps back into the ring. We'll and, find out And what week. the booking we'll kind of pattern looks like a little bit. Matter of days. But let's go on to number four for Carl. I put uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Um, still doing some great stuff in the spotlight, in that kind of Cody-verse main event level picture. Um a year later, uh, had a solid feud with Brock Lesnar over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of moved on to that. Um, but I stuck him at the number four spot. I, I feel like they're still trying to hold on and see what they do with him at Mania season. It's just in a waiting period right now, pretty much, I think. This is the tough part of it this time of year. It's like, there's yeah, not like you're a heading big... into Survivor Series time, which is a big show. It is. So what do you think they do with Cody over the next few months? They do like a war game I think he'll thing. be in war games for sure. Um, and that leads you into Rumble season. I mean, I wouldn't be. He could win the Rumble again, or they have someone on Raw win it, and they go after Seth, whoever's the Raw champion there, and that sets up Cody to be able to go there. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely you know I don't. It's a very gray area path. He has, um, because they've kind of reinserted him with Bloodline stuff now too as well. I definitely think somehow they end up, it's a rematch from last year. Cody mm-hmm. and Roman. WrestleMania 40. Unless uh, The Rock ruins it all. And do we think that'll happen? I don't know. I mean... I think it depends on the strike. Uh, the thing is, I don't think The Rock needs the money. I think he's got well, yeah, the only thing other is business he, ventures. The fact he came out and said it was basically a done deal, the match for last year did say that on college game day. Yeah, he said it was basically a done deal and then it fell it fell apart last second. So that's my that just gives people hope saying like, okay, 
can things line up this year for it? Now, you're the booker. Give you the pen. Right mm-hmm. here. You get to pull the trigger. The rematch, Cody and Roman, telling that long-term story. Mm-hmm. Or do you pull the trigger on a once-a-lifetime match? Bloodline versus the bloodline. The real bloodline. I do the bloodline, bloodline match. And that's how you have Roman lose and start, like, everything starts crumbling from him there. Do you have The Rock take the title off of him? Um, you know what? Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I think they blew their chance with Cody taking it. But now it's not going to be as... I, it's, it'll still be like nice if he, it is him that does it, but it's not going to be as meaningful as if it would have been last year and he did it. They're just edging people on. Mm-hmm. They just keep edging. Yep. That's what they keep doing. Keep edging. Eventually, it'll just blow. Like you were saying, that was edge on the slide. Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't put <laughs> two together there. Um, well, I guess I can't call him that anymore. Yes, he's co- we're coping. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Coping with Roman as champ and seeing what they do with this Cody story. But um I my instinct says they don't pull the the rock, maybe do an appearance or something like that, but I just don't see the big match happening. Um I just don't think it makes sense right now. Well there was talk of, of Roman working both nights of Mania too. So doing the match with the Rock yep. and then doing it with Cody. Do you yep. think that's kind of fair though? Like letting him main event two nights of Mania? I mean, he's their box office guy. I mean, but you got a guy like not? Seth, who's also a world champ, could take one of the nights. I don't think Seth will be champ then. You don't I, think so? What do you think happens? I think it'd be, be someone else by then. There are some rendering graphics of a Punk Seth match for the world title. At yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it'll be uh, Seth by then. We'll see. Interesting stuff. I don't know what the hell they're going to do for me this year. But my uh, instinct feels no, a lot like not much year. of a direction yet. I would say. Right. But, I mean, I, I feel like they have this mapped out somewhere on a napkin backstage somewhere. I think it's after Survivor Series they start to kind of really bring it home what they want to do right now. I mean, they probably have an idea, obviously, but I think after Survivor Series is where they start um, to really bring it home. Because, like, for example, you know, heading into, I'm sure, like, if you were planning it from last meeting to the next meeting, you started then. For example, you didn't have a guy like L.A. Knight in your plans. That's and now true. He's, he's forced his way into their plans. So, like, you can't have set plans right away because you have guys like that that have net force your way, um, and they alter your plans. I love when that happens, when a guy forces his way. He, like, he's so over that he makes you, like, rewrite things. Yep. It's like Daniel Bryan did that 10 years ago with uh, WrestleMania 30. That wasn't supposed yep. to happen. I think L.A. Knight would be more over than Cody right now. Could be. Could be. I think he is. Um, yeah, I, I love it. But I'm going to keep Cody right here at number four until uh, we see some kind of big movement story. Yeah. If I had to add another person on my list, I think it would be L.A. Knight. For sure. Definitely, he's definitely up there somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. He'd be my number six, I think. It's honorable mention coming off the bench. Uh, honorable mention, yep. you got to have a good bench player. I do. You need depth. Yep, that's true. Six man. There you go. All right, number three. Number do you got, three, Kevin? I think we match on this one as well. So let's just put them both up there. Put them both up there. Seth freaking Rollins, yep, he's world just, heavyweight champion. He's just been the steady guy uh, for the company. We've talked about this before. He's the guy that's just always there and been steady. Um, you know, I've been enjoying his feuds. I've been going with Nakamura, which, you know, also hats off to Nakamura because they're finally using him in a good way. Uh, you know, ever since he lost that um, world title at Mania, uh, that match, you know, he kind of was just like, 
floating through, squandering, you know, couldn't really find his footing. Um, but, like, what they're doing now, I'm actually letting him, like, you know, speak his language, you know, have these cool vignettes with him. Um, you know, it's nice to see him finally find his footing. Um, but then also, you know, like I said, with Seth, you know, he's just been the constant, you know, constant guy they've always had, always puts on great matches. You know, you don't have to worry about him. I uh, couldn't agree more. He's that guy you can count on. He's a good hand, as they yep. say, uh, for sure. So... I'm in agreement. We're in alignment. Seth Rollins, number numero trace, right there, number three spot. All right, Cap, we're on to number two. What do you got? I might have some controversy for me. I love a little controversy. Gets my nipples a little bit hard. Number two for me. I'm not going to say, I'm going to give a little backstory, okay, on this one. This is a guy. This is a guy who's on, I would say, an all time run. In the last six months, we'll say. Okay. All-time run. Beat dream opponent after dream opponent. You know, he's currently not in a main company, but could oh, wow. be. Could be. Oh, at okay. the start of the new year. Let's go. When his contract Baby. is. Will Ospreay. Is my number two because he's been on, like I said, a heck of a run. You look at the names of the guys he's beaten. Okada, just you're just right at the top. Okada, Jericho, and Omega, just in the last few months. Okay, not many people are on runs like that, you know. And all those matches too were, you know, high level matches, like five star matches, all of them. Um, which no one really says. Like, yet yeah, you always have these guys that face their dream opponents, but a lot of times the matches don't turn out the way or as good as they should. Whereas him, he's delivered every single time. You know, he's all over the place in wrestling. You know, he's New Japan. He just did Russell Dream. He's doing Impact right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, his contract's up, you know, the end of the year. I think, you know, we could see him in AEW possibly full time. Um, because I think they're a company that's going to let him go, go do whatever he wants. Because I know a big thing with him is not having to leave New Japan and you know AW like sure. They're like they're like go this. Right They've yeah. got a great list. Go, go right ahead. Wherever you want to do, go. Like, you know, they send guys there all the time, no problem. Um, but yeah, I think number two just for the pure fact that, you know, he's match quality wise has had the best year. I think he right now currently is the wrestler of the year. I know he wasn't rated that way in PWI's rating. He wasn't even in the top ten. Really? I didn't see what it was. Lately, it was but... uh I forget who number one was, but he was not even in the top ten. Where they have, I'm curious of where they had him. And what do they, what yeah. kind of criteria do they put into that? I think they had him, I want to say like almost like in the 11 to 14 range. That is insane. Yes. Considering like he started off the year with a five-star match with Kenny Omega. And then at Wrestle Kingdom last yeah. year. Let me see if I, because that, I saw the list and I was like, there is absolutely no way this is the list that they went with. Uh, I love it. Uh, one, I would say my favorite wrestler going right now. He's a true global superstar. Um, can I have a match with uh, a lamp and it'll be a five-star okay. class? Here's the list. Will Ospreay yeah. is number 17. 17. I would love to know who's above 16 guys above. Okay. Number one is Seth Rollins. Number two is Roman. They put Seth Rollins number one. Yep. Number two is was Roman Reigns. Okay. Three was Moxley. Four was Gunther. 
five was uh, El Hijo del Vikingo. Hey, Vikingo that high. Vikingo yep. like loses all the time. He's on every indie show. No, and... Yep. I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get Number it. Number six was MJF. Okay, he's on a great run. That's I think fine. six is a little low for him, though. Yeah. Uh, a seven was Okada. Okay. Our eight was Orange Cassidy, which I can't argue with that one. He had a hell of a year. Did. Uh, number nine. This is the one I think they. This is where they squandered. They had Josh Alexander, number nine. He's been out for a while too. He's coming yeah. back now. He's he's wrestling for the world title at the next Impact yeah. Pay Per View again. But he was out for a while. The they had uh, number ten. Cody Rhodes, 11, Sonata, 12, Claudio, 13, Carmelo Hayes. Claudio above. Claudio is like an ensemble cast member in the Bullet Club. Yep. I mean, the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. 14 was Samoa Joe. Okay. 15, Masha Slamovich. That's a wild one. Okay. 16 was Brian Danielson, who was the one ahead of him. And then 17, Will Ospreay. That doesn't. I don't like. I don't like that list at all. No, Masa Slamovich, like no. when she had that little run as the GCW World Champ, uh, but other yeah. than that, like a, a, you know, just an indie wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like what the? How are you gonna put her over Will the, Ospreay? The fact he's not in the top ten is criminal. Um, that is shocking. It's absolutely shocking. I don't know who put that list together, but it makes no sense. PWI. Whatever it was. I would love to hear what the decision making that goes into that. Well, here's the, they had list, luckily they list their criteria. Win-loss record, championships won, quality of competition, which he probably had the best quality of competition. Yes. Major feuds. M- the majorist, yep. yeah. Prominence within a wrestler's promotion. He was the guy. He's the guy in New Japan. And overall wrestling ability. He's the, number, one, better. number one or two. Nobody better. Nobody yeah. Better. So win loss record. Uh, he had a good win loss record. This it's time. probably great. Yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. It just doesn't add up for me. Um, so I don't know who he pissed off at the magazine to not get those. No, and I remember that list came out. A lot of people were like, "Why? Where is Will Osprey? Why is he all the way down there?" Like a lot. It was like a big shock to a lot of people. Uh, you put him up against anybody because because I mean the list came out in September. So he was already on this major run. He had the Forbidden Door match by then You're with right. Kenny Omega, which was... Yeah, he had two like, against Kenny already. Yeah, how do you have two against Kenny? You're number 17? He already, he already had the Okada match. Where's Kenny at on the list? Kenny was 20-something. Kenny was I know Kenny's 20. kind of in a Kenny, tag role yeah, now. Yeah, he was in the 20s, which I, I could be like, okay on that one. I could say maybe because, you know, besides outside Osprey... He's yep. a little bit on the, like, a yeah. back, taking a back seat a little Yeah, he's bit. on the back seat phase uh, right now. Now, I wonder where in 2021 when Kenny was, like, Alpha Kenny, like, he was, like, the, yeah. the guy in the company with all the belts and everything. I wonder yeah. where he was that year. Although, go back. Yeah, I forgot. Well, yeah, but, yeah. The fact he was seven, is 17 is a little... Wow. That's a little disappointing, Hoppy PWI. Shame on you for that. Yep. You're obviously not watching the same stuff I'm watching. Only the same stuff anyone's watching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, solid pick. Um, I just think you know we're in an area where there's not enough room for all these guys, which is a great problem to have if you're a wrestling fan. Yep. So I have, my, for my, my number two, I have Roman Reigns, number two. Um, unseating as the Lineal Heavyweight Championship slid him down a little bit just because mm-hmm. I think since SummerSlam, you know, obviously solid feud with the Jey Uso, um, but I just feel like He's kind of coasting right now, and they're, they're trying to like just well, keep him on ice until... And if you notice, too, he wasn't on my list at all. 
Yes, you dropped him. I took him completely off because he's done absolutely nothing recently. Super special attraction. Since Mania, he's barely defended the title. He's barely on TV. You know, he's just kind of been hiding. Yeah, and I... uh, Compared to other guys, you see him all the time. Even, like, just not, maybe not wrestling me up, but, like, just being active in a storyline or something like that. So, yeah. Um, I am in agreement, uh, which is why I moved him down to number two and took the title off. I just snapped him completely away. You just snapped him completely off. You're yep. I strict parameters here. You're garbage right now. Uh, you. <laughs> um, all right. So with that, for, that means we've got a new lineal heavyweight champion. That's what right. do we got here? Well, we have our first two-time champion. Two-time, two-time, two-time. We gave it to MGF, a.k.a. the doctor of the kangaroo kick. <laughs> And that's one of those things that I love about MJF. He's able to get these simple moves over to where the crowd just goes berserk. He's when, just constantly like changing himself to like these little small nuances with his character. You know, like he still kind of does like the same MJF, but now he's gotten people to love him. Would you consider like, he's him a, a baby lo- face like right a, now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's like a lovable. His whole thing's like he's the people's douchebag. Yes, yes. Like he's just lovable right now. You know, the kangaroo kick. You know, the double clothesline. You know, he, he got two simple moves, like, so over. Uh, yeah, a body slam, uh, like a headlock. like a, Headlock takeover. That's, that's his finisher right now. It's just such a bummer. A bummer about Adam Cole right now. He's banned from... I think he's banned from uh, jumping off ramps or, for now on. It's just like, come on. They were on... Now, here's the question. Is this the last time we see Tony Khan go off the stage like that because of what happened? No, I don't think that's the case. I think you just tell your guys, don't fucking jump into crowds or off ramps. Like, that's yep. what happened two times in two years. At CM Punk and Adam Cole, you lose guys to yep. broken legs because you're doing stupid stuff like this. Yep. That's a real shame. Completely. If it's one thing where, like, Danielson snapped his arm in a match with Okada, okay, things happen in a wrestling match. Yep. He's back in fucking six weeks. He's, that man's made, he's like an alien. I don't know how yep. he did that. I thought he was going to be out for, like, nine months. Because he said the bone was completely snapped. Oh, yeah. Literally, he's back in six weeks. I have no idea what they did. Well, that's why he said he had to do these like gimmick matches because it protects his arm more. Yeah. Um, so, whatever they did to him, if they could do that with uh, Cole, it might be a little more difficult with uh and It's a foot. shame, too, because the ho- that was their hottest thing in the company going was the MJF Adam Cole thing. Like, those sto- vignettes they did, like, you know, their tag matches. Like, everything was just so unbelievably over. Yes. And even like the piece of adding in uh, Roddy Strong in the Kingdom too was working great. Yes. Yes. I love the promo where they're like, we're going to punch him in the wiener. Yeah. <laughs> when you had MJF in his last match, literally grabbed him by the yes. grabbed him by the wiener. Yes. Love a good wiener grab. Yep. Um, so it's just a shame because I wanted to see where they go with this Cole MJF feud. Uh, yeah. I was heavily invested in where they were going with it. It tore was, the house down and all in, and they kept it going. I thought that was going to be, like, the end of that story, but no, it was yep. just the beginning. They won tag yep. titles that yep. night, and where are they going with it? They're still the and tag And they teams. had the fans hooked. They did. They did. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully the rehab... They say it's lengthy, but I don't know what lengthy means. Probably Three not. months, six months. For that, probably at least six, I'm going to say. Yeah, for a guy that's that physical and... yeah. Around, he has to get, he's getting, I think it's like three, at least three screws in the plate he's getting. Because he broke it in two places. Yeah, that's about it. 
it's a bummer. It wasn't like a hairline fracture. No, like, it's a yeah, it's a nasty fracture. Yeah, it was like it literally exploded. They said. Yeah. Um, but show must go on. We wish you the best, Adam Cole. We hope you come back to a speedy recovery and they can pick back up where they left off. Um, but until then, MJF and Jay White, full gear. Should be a hell of a match. Oh, it should be a hell of a match, yeah. Jay White's doing some great work right now. He is. Uh, I'm happy they're they're utilizing him. I think he's one of those talented guys that deserved a bigger stage. Mm -hmm. He spent all that time in Japan as you know the guy in Japan for a while and international and now I think they got to take that formula over Will Osprey next year, 2024. That'd be great if they did. We're going to find out soon. A lot of contracts, big contracts. You have the MJF's contract going up. Speaking of him, do you think he secretly signed with AEW to keep going? He claims he hasn't. Because the industry asked him, claims he hasn't. He says he still hasn't signed anything. I, I believe him. I believe he hasn't signed yet. Because do you think? But I think he stays. I think he for sure stays. I don't think he's leaving. Do you think Tony makes him his Magic Johnson throws like Tony? I think Tony throws would, his life savings at him. I think Tony would give him a blank check and he, say if they be off, if say like whatever they offer you, I will beat it. I don't care what the price is because you can't let him go the way how how hot he is right now. You got to have a guy like your guy, and, and he's so guy he's built, so young. They want. He's their guy for the next like. 10, 15 years at he's least. He's young. He's what, 27, 28? Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah. He's got And just what, 48, 49? Exactly, 50? yep. So he can another 20 years. And MJF ago. has a wrestling style where he can last forever. Yeah, he does body slams, suplexes. Yeah, he's nothing high risk, nothing, yeah, he's... Maybe he doesn't do that elbow spot through table no. as often, but um, he's not a high spot kind of guy. He, no. at one point, did a moonsault. I don't know if he really has recently. Yeah, no, he's more of a, like, in-ring psychology guy. Which is great for yeah. him. It means we'll get a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Tony hangs on to him. We don't want to lose him like they did with Cody. Um, you got to have a guy. A guy and that the, they built from a, like day one. I rewatched All In 2018, the original All In mm -hmm. recently, and he was in the opening match. Yep. Like, oh, look how young he looks. And he wasn't as jacked back then, but he was still the same asshole with the scarf. And yep. like the crowd is into it. I'm like, that's the guy now. It's so cool. Five years He's later, come a long way. Really has. Um, so literally the first match of all in, which is the precursor to the, what is AEW today? Yep. He was, you know, the first thing you saw. And I think they need to keep building on that. For sure. Yeah. There's, if Tony were to let him go, that'd be, I don't know how you recover from that possibly. It'd be tough to recover from. It was because you can't keep Kenny in the box forever. You gotta build some new stars. And this is the first true homegrown star. He's probably the biggest star. He might be the all right. So right behind Roman, the next biggest star in wrestling right right now, for sure, for sure. Um, but we will see. And uh, coming up on another full gear and uh, into a busy fall season should be a lot of fun. Yeah, but I'm excited. Yep. Congratulations, MJF, on your second reign as lineal heavyweight champion of the world. We hope you're celebrating with a you know, double espresso latte in Long Island somewhere. Getting some ice packs for your buddy Adam. Yes. I hope you like are getting a suntan, some Speedos or something like that. Um, but uh, that's all we've got for now. So join us on X, formerly known as Twitter at this point, at Wrestling yep. Makes. Share your thoughts with us. And uh, who do you think should be in the top PWI 500? I want to hear everybody's thoughts on Will Ospreay's placement. Uh, I think yeah. it's bullshit. 
I agree. Bullshit. Yes, for sure. Uh, but check us out on X and TikTok at Wrestling Makes uh, for some fun clips as well. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, and um, wherever you, you, you can find us to kick a little flavor in your ear. Uh, but for CB and AD, we'll see you next time on Wrestling Makes World. Takes. Peace. See you.